Hello and a warm welcome to this episode of the PPC Chat Roundup, a podcast where I round up the Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5pm GMT. I'm your host Anu and I use this platform to share not just expert but also my ideas and considered best practices about paid media and the direction the digital industry is going in. So if you want to keep up to date with my tips and tricks in the industry and just get the latest on the podcast that has been called your go-to if you don't make it to the PPC chat live discussions um, and even if you do then like, follow, share, retweet um, on you guessed it that's right Twitter with uh, my handle the marketing Anu um, and to see snippets and quotes from our previous podcast, follow our dedicated podcast Instagram page at ppcchat underscore roundup. Um, and for this one, I want to make a special note to um, the person who gave me that tagline of your go-to if you don't make it to the PPC Chat Live discussions, and even if you do. Um, I love Greg Finn. Greg Finn has been a great supporter. I even had an amazing opportunity to chat on um, um, the Marketing O'Clock um, podcast. And uh, we had recorded a broadcast, even though Zoom was oh, getting on my last nerve and stressing me out. But we got through it um, and it was really great. So I really love Greg Finn and all his cheerleading he's given me and this amazing quote he gave me when I asked for reviews because you can do that when you want to get great feedback from your for your platform, for what you're doing. You don't have to sit around waiting for people to do it. Ask them for it and the people who really support you will go out of their way to do it. And I mean go out of their way because um, I can only do get reviews on Apple um, on, on Apple because Spotify don't allow it and some other platforms don't allow it and people who didn't even have um, whose Apple devices went on their default like phones or anything like that and their iPad was up in the attic you know dug them out to give me a review so I really appreciate every one of you who have left a review and yeah more would also be appreciated if you if you listen every week and um, you have an Apple device. Um, so anyway, getting back to it, today we're led by the amazing Judy Vecini talking about dealing with Facebook right now and Facebook alternatives. And I do love it when we talk about Facebook. If there's any other platform that gets as many complaints um, as Google Ads is Facebook. I actually love following a thread um, on the hashtag FB ads chat and unfortunately it's more about complaints and how things are going wrong than the wins of Facebook so yeah if you also want to get some great tips about how to get through some of those issues follow that hashtag as well that's FB ads chat so this week yes we've got Julie um, welcoming us on, on the chat saying hello thank you all for joining me today we will be discussing dealing with Facebook right now and Facebook alternatives but first how are you doing and how and have you tried new recipes or food lately um, I'll say I've not really tried anything new but yesterday I was really excited to find out that five guys is now available in my area to deliver to my home through delivery um, yeah they keep adding new restaurants that you know will be available in my area or that you know they've just made new deals with so I was really excited to have that as well as Pizza Express as well as a really nice sushi um, um, store that I saw in there. So I'm quite, quite excited for some of the foods I'll be ordering. I didn't do anyone immediately. I'm quite proud of myself, but I think I'll give in tomorrow. <laughs> um, so yeah, Julia has gone, um, doing pretty well here. It's frozen and semi-frozen, pre uh, precipitating here. Yuck. Been experimenting with, experimenting with the air fryer. I've been hoping to get one of those. Um, a friend swears grilled cheese in it, in it is amazing, but I'm still working on the technique. It's really good. So yeah. People love that. Um, um, yeah, air fry. Get one. 
let me know how how that works um and then yeah we have been low carb and we tried the new um, this new recipe called egg roll in a bowl and it was really good um julia vice replies nothing new um in the recipe world but my last xmas present finally came my stand mixer finally has a bowl with a handle and it's a brass finish because why the f not <laughs> Daniel Vardigo has got a pressure cooker and still experimenting. Not sure I'm doing it right. LOL. Rice is perfect though. Nice. Yeah, maybe I'll cook rice in my... I, I got a, a, a... Yeah, as well, a pressure cooker. Well, not quite a pressure cooker. A um, a slow cooker. It was those big slow cooker, but it's quite big, especially for when you're cooking for one person most of the time. Unless you want to... I want to cook a big meal that'll last, I don't know, weeks. Um, not really tried it to its full potential yet, to be honest. Um, Jenny Williamson replies, doing pretty good hair. I found a recipe for mushroom bourguignon. Oh God, that was the friend bourguignon even. I'll just leave it at that. That I've used a few times and it's been lovely during a Minnesota winter. MN winter? I'm hoping that is Minnesota. Um, Leslie, Leslie Dreschler replies, been trying to perfect my Namasu recipe. Uh, Andrea Cruz replies, I don't have Facebook on for any clients. Um, I don't think the questions have come yet, Andrea. So probably she'll be lurking as well. Anyway, we get on to the questions. Um, so yeah, Julie then starts with question one saying, on a scale of one to five, with one being it's my favorite channel and five being if I could never have to use it again, I'd be overjoyed. How are you feeling about advertising on Facebook? Right now, El Chase replies, five this week, but I'm really frustrated at the moment. Yeah, I think there are loads of frustrated moments I've seen. Andrea Cruz saying, I'm going to say four because hate the UI, the glitches and minimum B2B targeting, but the audience is there, so I have to use it sometimes. Um, Julie replies, I am about a four. In fairness, this does not represent a huge shift for me um, in how I feel about the platform. The support is non-existent and it has issues on the regular that drive me nuts. Um, El Chase then um, continues his reply to when he was like five this week, where he goes, yeah, I was going to say after I call off, it will probably settle to a three to four because of the audience as well. Dwayne replies, I would be a 3.5 as it does drive business for our clients. So quite positive. Orlando Valencia replies, I'd give it a 3.5, a bit of a love-hate relationship. Julia Vice goes, um, continues her answers question one saying, just um, met the new team for a client last week. Just told, she told us not to think. I'm not exaggerating. Those were her words. She told us not to think. Yes, you heard that right. Stop targeting and just let the machine blah, blah, blah. Not the best way to work with me. God, not the best way to work with anybody. Um, and yeah, we've got Julia Vasca. Yeah, continue after Corey Henge with gif of, uh, of someone rolling their eyes. Julia Vice goes, truly, with a client on the line, you know what the client pays me to do. It's not a set it and forget it. Um, and yeah, Corey replies, nothing kills a great media buyer's professional, professional's uh, passion, drive more than automate or set it and forget it. Why did you hire me, us, or anything like that? Um, and then, yeah, we've got some other replies. Tim Jensen goes, you sure this wasn't an ad platform rep, rep planted on a client team? <laughs> So yeah, this is a new Facebook rep assigned to this one particular client of mine. So yeah, Facebook told me not to think. You can imagine my mood after that. 
Um, and yeah, just some wows and, and shockers and um, of that one. That's, yeah, very shocking for that, I feel. Jenny Williamson replies, I think uh, three out of four, uh, three or four, the audience is there, but it's more often than not difficult to use and report on. And their support is next to non-existence in my experience. Leslie Dressler replies, four, UI sucks and customer service. Pretty much. That's the sound effect of what she wrote. <laughs> um, Julie replies, um, also with less um, data available about the audience and increasing pressure to just give us money and let us figure out what to serve to whom. Plus the article that said their interest targeting only actually works about 40% of the time. Wow. And yeah, Julie Advice report replies, this is key. Um, I don't plan media based on my feelings. I base it on performance. Facebook does work for my clients for now. But if the interest targeting isn't there, I can just buy broadcast for reach um julie replies yes and if they can't show me a breakdown of who actually got the ads so that i have some more data on demographics and interests it is less interesting for me to um, it, it is less interesting to me for primary advertising and more for remarketing because it is cheap for that um yeah and julie julia vice replies on that saying the market the remarketing possibilities are definitely there for those clients with conversion tracking over here in the public se sector, it's very much a black box. Privacy laws tactically overturn um, transparency in certain ways. No, privacy laws tacitly overrun, overturn transparency in certain ways. Common Saturday CPMs at this point on Facebook make it such less, much less compelling if we're not closing the loop on what it is doing. And then, yeah, Julie then jumps into question two, going, have you seen any impacts from the iOS 14 related changes in your accounts? And just to um, reiterate that the iOS changes is about is how like iOS is really going to cut down already start, you know, minimizing using of cookies on third party. And you're just going to be able to know pretty much who's downloaded your app and much, yeah, little less, um, little more. Um, than that um, and yeah so a lot of the tr third party tracking um, when when let's say somebody downloads Facebook and what they're actually doing within the app is going to go down a lot less if you're on if your user if the person is on iOS um, platform so Leslie Drushler replies um, or Leslie even just replies no performance conversion specifically have not yet been impacted Jim Banks not seeing any changes it's a marathon not a sprint don't want to knee jerk into decisions that might hurt advertisers so looking at spend and revenue and the reports will look we will, and, and the reports, we will look at um, in due course. Daniel Vardy replies, for actual reporting, we mostly like to use GA. FB reporting has always been troublesome to me as it was as it was 28 day and view throughs. This was especially um, egregious with remarketing. I think the more Facebook creates their own marketplace like Amazon, they might do better. Um, and yeah, Julia Vice replies to that saying, um, no, our conversions aren't affected by it. For any of my clients, Colin Stattery replies, um, well, from a reporting standpoint, um, staff have absolutely tanked. Performance-wise, it depends on the client, but my luxury goods clients are getting absolutely destroyed right now. Sam replies to question one, saying, I'm probably somewhere in the three to four range. It's basically the SAB of of um, ad platforms, something's always broken and it's infuriating. Emma Franks also replies to question one, saying I'm about at three at the moment. The leads we've been getting from Facebook recently are high quality, but it's just gotten so expensive, even from an ABM's point of view. 
Facebook is getting expensive? Lord, guys, come on. Even from an ABM point of view, where we are choosing our audience selectively, it makes me a little nervous sometimes. And then Colin Slattery's um, response to question two was answered by Andrea, where Colin had said, well, from a reporting standpoint, stuff has absolutely tanked. Performance-wise, it depends on the client, but my luxury goods clients are getting absolutely destroyed right now. Wow. Andrea replies to that. Why do you think that is? Because high-end customers use iOS and they opt out. Colin replies, that's my thinking on it. So yeah, that's a, there's a warning for people who um, have high-end customers. Yeah, because they might be using the iOS and then opting out. I don't know whether they'll be have patience to do that. Anyway, that could be the case. And if that's what the data shows, that's what the data shows. Um, Emma Franks replies to question two, saying, I saw some weird reporting last week, conversion, there on one day, then disappearing, then reappeared, but our volume is low enough we can compare internal tracking in with Facebook to verify. Jenny Williamson replies to question two, saying, haven't really noticed any huge changes yet. Um, and then, yeah, Julia Weiss replies to um, Colin as well, saying, that, that makes sense for iOS. Get ye into, onto the Pinterest. The household income over there is very high, working great for my luxury travel um, campaigns. Colin replies, I've heard, I need to educate myself on the platform so I can dabble with some clients. Julia replies, do it. Their onboarding team is really helpful. A few bumps when you move to team support, but overall, they are great. And Andrea reply, um, agrees with that, saying it's true. They have a decent onboarding team. Leslie replies, is there minimum spend to start and to get onboarding support? Um, Julia replies, no, there might be minimum for brand lift studies or managed service, but not for just running ads. Nice one. And then we've got Leslie um, responding to question two as well, saying no, performance, conversion specifically have not been impacted. Good for her. And then we've got Sam replying to question two, saying impacts are most proportional to exposure at the moment. So brands focused on US-based Gen Z or younger millennials are getting crushed. Ditto for high-end products. Stuff in the middle? Meh, it's fine. Techie people tend to be more Android. Meh, it's fine. <laughs> Loads of like, yeah, just not strong feelings there. Sam then continues, that being said, FB will um, will address the gap and they're better positioned to do it than most companies not named Google, especially after some of the acquisition, i.e. Giffy. Mm, so they bought Giffy. Um, Julie then continues to answer question two, saying, I can't tell if their actual impact or if it is Facebook back-end issue at this point because they seem to be scrambling to change things in response to iOS 14. And Daniel Vardy replies to that, definitely scrambling. And then um, Julie goes on to question three saying, has your thinking about Facebook and the role it can or should play with your accounts changed as, be as we begin 2021? Again, has your thinking about Facebook and the role it can or should play with your accounts changed as we begin 2021? Um, Julia Weiss jumps right in saying, not really. My thinking for the last couple of years has been that diversifying investment is sound advice. Throwing dollars into just one or two platforms isn't a great plan. Develop tests and roll successes into the program. El Chase replies to question two saying, for the brands I'm working with, I have not seen a big impact. Um, Andrea replies to question three saying, um, for B2B at least, I'm mainly considering them for ABM and remarketing. Maybe some lookalike on top of on top performers, but as um, Emma Lewis, Emma Franks even, mentioned, it is getting so expensive. 
Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Julie giving us a link saying that here is the piece where Facebook employees talk about how crappy their ad targeting tech actually is. Lovely piece of work there. That's what's one one that everyone should read. And then in reply to question three, Emma Franks um, goes, I've been a proponent of diversification for a long time. But I'm more skeptical of Facebook now since as a consumer, my faith in the platform has shifted over the last couple of years. I think it's only a matter of time before usership declines and ads stop performing. Julie replies to question three saying, I'm always in favor of spreading ad dollars in more, not fewer places. It just makes sense to not be overly to be overly invested in or beholden in any one or two platforms. Also, I love finding opportunities where others are not even looking. Um, Sam replies to question three saying, I don't think the why Facebook, um, assuming we're taking suite of, of products and the role it plays has changed significantly, but the how we approach it and use it definitely has. Just like with Google, exclusions are now king. Can't just upload nice creative and LOL win. Um, Chase replies to question three saying we adapt as we need to. It still does a decent job with remarketing and some audience targeting for new customer acquisition. We are not tied um, to the platform, however. So if it slows or stops working, we will move on quickly, especially with their issues. Colin Slattery replies to question three saying ultimately I feel like the trend towards diversification is going is going to accelerate. All eggs in one basket is not viable these days, which actually means the work for agencies for clients is multiplied for the same ad budgets. Doubt our rates will reflect the work. <laughs> well, um, in reply to that, Julie replies saying, and, and that is one of the ways that percentage of spend can seriously bite you in the ass. Yeah, that should never be the way you charge a client. Um, Colin Slatter replies, I'm strongly considering changing our flat rate, flat base rate, do a flat fee plus percentage to be a flat per platform fee so one platform um it's x plus 10 percent and for three platform it's three times x plus 10 percent and um yeah and we go into more talk about (laughs) what agency fees should be like but yeah we've got freelancers some freelancers who are probably not charging um enough for it and julia vice then replies going back and talking about um diversifications of channels julia vice goes omni channel our time is now nathan brophy replies for some clients i have it's just constant juggling to see which channels or networks will work this week google and facebook are constantly disapproving ads erroneously these days yeah google and facebook Listen to us talk when we talk about all these complaints. You could win so many more clients and so many more fans by doing that. And then we've got Daniel Bardi replying to question three saying, nope, honestly, we are spending too much on Google ads and we need to reduce that amount and diversify. I'd like eventually our agency to have max 50% in Google and 50% in other channels. Mm, I still think that's too much towards Google. <laughs> anyway, Dwayne Brown then replies to question two saying, not 100% sure as Jan can be such a slow month for e-com and um, direct to client clients. Um, I think we are seeing a delay in conversions being reported. And then we've got Orlando Valencia replying to question three saying, no, I did question it, however, 
But until I see your performance decline, I'll continue to advertise in the channels that bring in the best performance for my clients. Um, and then we've got, um, yeah, Julie going on to question four then saying, what is your best frustration advertising on Facebook right now? Yeah, I'm guessing there'll be plenty of replies for that one. Before we go into that, though, we've got um, Dwayne Brand going, um, not at all, um, to answer question three, saying, been trying to move as much money from Facebook to other platforms for two years now. That won't change. This just backs up my don't put all your eggs in one basket. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Daniel Vardy replying to question two, saying, for actual reporting, we mostly like to use GA. Facebook reporting has always been troublesome to me, as it has been 28 days and view through. This is especially um, egregious with remarketing. I think the more Facebook creates their own market marketplace like Amazon, they might do better. Jim Banks then replies to question three, saying, we've always been on omnichannel and omnichannel agency. Glad we got on the programmatic leaning curve a few years back that ecosystem is already a long way down the road on cookie-less tracking solutions yeah i think it goes without saying that brain labs is an omni-channel <laughs> agency as well we do google facebook um programmatic instagram twitter with snapchat um tiktok we're getting tiktok and stuff so yeah we do we try we're really spreading our wings with um paid media Dwayne brown replies to question four saying it just keeps getting worse they keep trying to patch things instead of fix it up the ground up julia vice replies to question four starting with deep inhale there is no offline editor all of this clunky interface is browser-based and their support is inevitably a phone call. No in-platform support, no managed buys. Ugh, and yeah, we've got Orlando replying saying 100% this in all caps. Um, and then, yeah, we've got Leslie replying to question four saying now and always has been time-consuming bulk updates. Um, a desktop editor, the likes of Google Ads editor, would be lovely. Robert Brady replies, the interface and its general lack of usability. Is that too broad an answer? No, because that does seem to be the general consensus. And I don't know how Facebook is getting so many views if, um, if much use and a lot of lots of people buying on it if the interface is so bad and really and imagine how much more use they can get from from the community if they make the interfa interface better think about that guys jim Banks replies to question four saying jane change is the one thing we can pretty much rely on communicating what is happening and how it might impact in advance to clients is what we try to do be as proactive as possible this time round, it's an apple instigation Last time was CCPA, then it will be Chrome. Oh, God. Doomsday prediction, I feel. <laughs> Julie replies to question four saying, I wish there were an offline editor so much. Um, their support is effectively non-existent. Ongoing frustration with clients not understanding the sheer amount of creative assets that will be needed to keep running campaigns on Facebook. And then we've got Jenny um, Williamson replying to question four saying, honestly, for me, it's the platform just feeling like a series of band aid fixes rather than any one thing. It feels like there's been a lot of changes or updates, but none that have been significantly helpful. Plus, I'll spend, I'll second the lack of an offline editor. I think, yeah, those both um, are the same answer. Sam replies to question four saying the inconsistency and gaps in delivery plus reporting are incredibly frustrating. Also, the protected category advertising disclosure has been buggy to say the least. Oh, and Facebook's newfound desire to hide or remove more data. Don't love that. Oh, God, I think going out the line, down the, um, the line of Google and hide how they've hidden um, 
search term data from us, Lord. Daniel Vardy replies to question four, saying, um, one, you need five different access to fully manage something. Two, interface is so clunky. Three, bulk sheet is equals to recipe for disaster. Four, long review time of new entities. Five, no recommendations on actual performance. Time to change your image. Time to change your text. <laughs> Such useless advice. Um, and Jim Banks replies to that saying, don't you use um, BAGs, so that business asset groups, as we find it speeds up the authorization process a lot. Oh, so that's a good tip. So business asset groups, guys, use that one to speed up authorization process. Um, Julie continues answers question four saying, can be real for, can we be real for a minute too? We are almost a year into the pandemic. Figure your support out. This applies to Facebook and Google relying on, on algorithms too much at this point and not having options to quickly get mistakes made by algorithms resolved ridiculous um and yeah several agreements on that one from l chase yes at this point it's just an excuse not to have to care about customer service jordan replies to be fair they are they are usually quick to come back with computer says no or please read this online doc which doesn't address the actual issue or phone you on your mobile with urgency to explain that there's no way the issue can be resolved fantastic um, continuing, he uh, Jordan goes, and you know um, that if you don't give your last support interaction five stars, the poor support pers person will be blamed, even though they're doing the best they can. Well, that's a glass half full way of seeing it. I'll <laughs> change replies to question four, saying um, usability and the random changing of things in the interface constantly. I think a few folks said it, but they need to work on the platform rather than patch things here and there. As a practitioner working in the platform day to day, it is frustrating. And then we go on to question five, where Julie asks, have clients been asking and or have you been strategizing about moving ad dollars off of Facebook? Oh yeah. So people spending less. Julia Vice replies to this saying, not at this stage, but omni-channel. She just puts that hashtag omni-channel. Our clients are very happy to give us a brief and a budget and let us propose platforms. I love that. If we leave it out entirely, they do ask questions, but it's not a big discussion about turning any platforms on or off. That's good control already. Um, Jim Banks replies um, to question five saying, we've told them to hold the line. It's way too early to be tossing a platform that has yielded such great volume for so long. Definitely frustrated, but need to persevere. Um, and then, yeah, Orlando Valencia replies to question five saying, clients ask about it, but aren't really looking at moving away from anything that will affect their bottom line. So yeah, that's a very good thing. If bottom line is still being met, keep things as they are. Amit Cabra replies to question four saying, where to begin? The UI kind of sucks. There's no phone support for media buyers. The constant glitching accounts being disabled willy-nilly. And then in response to Corey Hank, in response to question five, Corey Hank goes, dollars already shifting. And then we've got Andrea Cruz replying to question five saying, if anyone today asks me to do Facebook, I will try to find a substitute, assuming there's a good alternative. Wow, getting that bad. El Chase replies to question five saying, we are always looking at other channels anyway. As long as we see positive results, to be honest, we will deal with the issues that come along with it. We are looking at everything from Roku, Hulu advertising and more though. Um, Amit replies to question five saying, no, our clients are relatively small, so they want to keep everything on the platforms that are making them money right now. 
Julie replies to question five saying, as I said in another answer, I'm always looking for lesser known opportunities for clients. Leaving Facebook altogether is not the right play for clients right now, but exploring other avenues just makes sense. I'd rather be ahead on that curve every time. Sam replies to question five saying, off of Facebook is tough because quite candidly, there's no other platform with um, 2.2 billion users. True. Around the Facebook ecosystem, absolutely. We've seen some significant declines in audience network performance as well as certain Facebook placement performance. So those get cut. Um, Julia Bass replies to question five, saying it's important to continue to measure actual performance, sales, leads, store visits, downloads, never plan media based on feelings or ease of platform use, always base it on best results for the business and then drink heavily after the build. Greg replies to question four, saying the automated review process, we don't have any highly regulated client categories. They're all simple and straightforward ads but every other ad still gets auto disapproved typically just takes a manual review request but it's still a waste of time Um, and then yeah julie goes on to question six saying have you found any viable alternatives to facebook for your accounts um and yes the questions we're all wanting answers to um jenny replies saying i've um had I've had some ask about impacts, but haven't had any move away from it. So that's to answer question five. Um, I think it's still too early for that. And I don't see it ever fully going away. But I think discussing or exploring other options is going to become more of a thing moving forward. Um, and then we've got um, Amit replying to question six saying, not yet, but I'm hopeful. Julia Vice replies, Snapchat has been really great for us. Twitch, Pinterest, Spotify for sure. And for a few others, no comment on TikTok. I went ahead and tried it. Hot, what a mess. <laughs> Tim Jensen replies to question four saying, walking clients through compliance with the tracking guidelines is a major pain. Um, L Chase replies to question six saying, tough question since it depends on budget and capabilities. There is a lot of video advertising opportunity out there currently if you can produce video podcasts, if that is your audience, Snapchat, Pinterest, LinkedIn, there is a lot, but you have to test. Yeah, testing is key in all things paid media. Tim replies to a question, re- replies to El Chase, where he says the podcast sponsorship op really intrigues me as a way of niching down. Um, yeah, El Chase replies, yeah, it can be really good if you pick the right podcast. We are exploring it more as an option as well. Podcasts have such specific audiences, there could be a really nice spot to advertise. Ooh. I really need to start looking into monetizing this podcast. <laughs> I'm not sure it's big enough yet. I don't know. I feel I need more of you guys to listen and to be constantly tuning in for me to um, feel like I yeah, have a big enough audience for people to um, jump in. I hope I am giving good content to build the audience. Working on it. And then we've got um, Julie replying to um, question six saying up for B2B using LinkedIn to build seed audiences on Facebook to make lookalike. Installing pixels to see if your audience is there on other smaller platforms. Know before you go. Pitching initiatives to grow owned lists. This is the best hedge against the future. That is definitely something I need to think about. Um, pitching initiatives, not pitching in- initiative, installing pixels to see if your audience is there on other smaller pa- platforms. Know before you go. And then we've got Julie going on to question seven saying, let's crowdsource some ideas, share an industry and target audience you're struggling with on Facebook, looking for alternative ideas for and see what others might suggest. I'll do my best to retweet your tweets. 
asking for input. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Julia Vice still replying to question six saying, has anyone tried Clubhouse? How's that going? So just using it to have chats. I'm not sure whether um, Julia means for in terms of using it for audiencing and yeah, doing advertising like you do on Facebook, but I think it's just chatting for the moment. And then she continues, also consider the good folks over at Match Media, you heard me, those ad placements, when done correctly, perform. And then we've got Jenny Williamson replying to question six, um, going not at scale, I guess, maybe um, what was once or is now Facebook's giant audience and platform will, or should, turn into smaller audiences across multiple other platforms in the future, diversification and all that. And we've got a nice little thread here. Andrea Cruz had um, replied to question five saying, if anyone today asks me to do Facebook, I will try to find a substitute uh, uh, assuming there's a good alternative. Sam replies to this saying this, the problem is just that there aren't that many viable, scalable and sustainable substitutes. Sure, there's Quora or Reddit, there's Twitter, there's Google, there's Amazon, there's TikTok plus Snap, but none of them have the ceiling that FB brings to the table. That's where the, the, there's a monopoly that makes um, makes them not really improve things like their UI or give us an offline editor, which would be great because they know people will stay because there's no other platform that really has two point something billion users. Um, yeah, Andrea replies to that. Totally agree. And using three alternatives versus just Facebook increases optimization, expertise, resources, especially time. Um, Sam replies, "Yep, it's." tough because I don't want to like Facebook, but ignore it or omit it at your own peril. And my obligations is to my clients plus helping them get better results for better or worse. Facebook it's, uh, Facebook still reigns supreme in the category pretty often. Um, Andrea replies, I am on the honesty train. I always tell clients the good, the bad and the ugly. We can test things and data will determine the best performer. I am on B2B, so I know that for B2C client for B2C campaigns, um, companies, the choice are a bit different as well. Sorry, I'll say that again. I am on the honesty train. I always tell clients the good, the bad and the ugly. We can test things and data will determine the best performer. I am on B2B, so I know that for B2C companies, the choices are a bit different as well. And then we've got um, Orlando Valencia replying to question six, saying, um, know where your audience is and test it. LinkedIn, Snapchat, Twitter, Pinterest, Quora. There are alternatives, but probably nothing to outright replace Facebook at the moment. Julia Bice replies to question seven, saying, I do a lot of social issue ads like safety around vaping, anti-racism, mental health support, getting vaccinated. Facebook flat out does not allow those types of interest condition or conditions in terms of targeting so um yeah and she reaches out to us so yeah i was quite surprised by this and i feel like i was a bit naive um to be surprised i was like wow seriously for me that sounds like all sorts of wrong and should get a lot more attention um and yeah julius did say that it is a, ma- a matter of privacy and um, el chase agreed with me saying yeah that seems incredibly wrong on a lot of different levels i wonder if you could test the podcast messaging though if the markets you are trying to reach are within any popular shows um, I have not done enough with Snapchat to know if they disapprove a lot or not. Um, and yeah, Julia Vice replies, we do a lot on podcasts. I really like the Spotify solution to this because we can do things at the topic audience or even show level. And specifically to my response about saying 
this sounds like all uh, kinds of wrong. Um, and yeah, Julia replies, it's in the name of privacy. You can't target people who have a particular condition with an ad makes sense, but I want special treatment as my government is offering free help for that condition. It's a mess. And yeah, even one of my friends who does Facebook advertising explained to me that, yeah, it's important that those people um, that do things as, as part of a personal choice or, you know, habits or due to things like mental health should not really be targeted um, in any way, really, it seems. Which actually does make sense in the light of day. Um, so yeah, and then we've got any answers, any questions for seven in terms of options for um, different audiences? I don't think we do. Um, so yeah, I will um, go on to um, Julie's own um, question eight, saying, have you found any really useful Facebook resources later? Have you ever, lately even, have you found any really useful Facebook resources lately? So yeah, unfortunately, I don't think a lot of um, resources were given. Um, but yeah, we've got El Chase going, figure this one might be quiet. I have not, but we keep pushing ahead. Um, Julia Vice goes, no, sorry. I wish I had something more helpful to offer. Not great resources out there besides this little group. Um, and yeah, I even asked, I tried to get some answers from um, our biddable lead, our biddable and organic lead in our company. And yeah, he didn't have um, great resources apart from like, what he uses as well. Um, and then Tim Jensen does gives like a nice um, resource of um, another fellow paid social expert going um andrew foxwell so that's his um handle andrew foxwell and his guide helped pres uh, preserve my sanity and figuring out what we actually needed to do um for the os 14 tracking issue so yeah there's a link that is given and i will be putting that in my link tree set of links um and then jenny williamson so i know except for the wonderful people i work with and this community um yeah loads of great people who will have great advice on here nothing i do nothing i do like at villa de fazio and that is spelled a-k-v-i-l-l-e uh, sorry a-k-v-i-l-e-d-e-f-a-z-i-o again that's a-k-v-i-l-e-d-e-f-a-z-i-o um, she, um, so Andrea says um, she likes her coverage of Facebook issues. Herman Digital, so that's with two N's, Herman, two R's, two N. Herman Digital also updates every time a new glitch happens basically every day. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, Sam replied, seconded at Villa is incredible and you should follow Herman Digital for the police chase coverage. It's top notch. Um, Agvilla also then replies to that. Yeah, David knows his stuff and shares our sentiments when it comes to advertising on certain platforms. Thank you for the kind words, Sam. And thanks from thanks to Andrea as well from Agvilla. So yeah, that hour went by quickly for them. I feel like we could have gotten a lot more. Um, a few more um, useful people to follow apart from um, Akvilla and Herman Digital um, and Andrew Foxwell. There's also Suzanne E-D-U-B. So Suzanne E, um, I think it's Susan E-Dub. But yeah, Susan E-D-U-B. Um, I am Shackleford. So I-A-M-S-H-A-C-K-E-L-F-O-R-D. So I am Shackleford, um, and that's K-E-L-F-O-R-D ends with. Um, C-M-I-K-U-L-I-N, so C-M-I-K-U-L-I-N. Um, and yeah, as I said, Agvilla DeFazio. Um, and yeah, there'll be others to share even. Who else is there? John Lee has given um, Hoffman 8, so that is, um, I think she's Amy Bishop even. Um, she has, yeah, she has um, contributed on here several times. Michelle 
um, Michelle M S E M. Um, yeah, she's lovely as well, as well as Milwaukee PPC. So yeah, some good resources there and people for you to follow. And I hope you find that useful and great for, um, for tips going on. If you also have any issues about Facebook, again, as I said at the beginning, follow the, 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 the thread of FB ad chat and what people write on that on that handle. Um, I love using TweetDeck because you can follow several hashtags, several people, and you can have different columns of your mentions, notification messages, and just see them scrolling along in different columns. It's very useful. Um, so yeah, I, I feel that you should use TweetDeck and then add FB ads chat if you have any issues with Facebook and you'll get the amazing com- community um, giving you advice. Also as well, of course, PPC chat is always open for those questions as well. So yeah, that's been a fun, um, you know, very inform- informative, complaintful, but very informative um, chat as well. I um, hope you've, um, you know, got some useful takeaways um, and, and taking some tips to go back with. I've literally uh, copied and pasted Julie's advice about putting pixels of um, different channels on your landing page to send that to our biddable Lee. So that'll be his first message as he wakes up in the morning. I hope he doesn't hate me too much for that. Um, but yeah, this has been great. And um, if you want to chat about any topic or any paid media or data analysis solutions, do get in touch with me by sending me a message or just follow me on Twitter on my handle, the marketing Anu. And remember for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly, there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye.